0: Dexter Guff here, so glad to have your ears on my mouth, and welcome to another episode of Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, the self-help podcast where I am desperately trying to get you to lead your very best life. I hope you're doing it. I really do. Um, I do know three people who are doing that uh, because I'm very excited to announce that the Dexter Guff Junior Community College Night School Online for Everyone uh, has had its first three graduates. That's right. Uh, Here we are only a few weeks uh, into the uh, online community uh, college night school for everyone and we've already had graduates. Uh, So it was a beautiful ceremony this weekend. Uh, Caps and gowns were donned uh, in the... Graduates' houses, because of course they uh, did the graduation ceremonies in their house at night online. Uh, but it was beautiful, nevertheless. Uh, so I do want to give a heartfelt congratulation to Derek. Amber and Muresh, uh, who are the first three graduates of the DGJCCNSOE. Congratulations, Bats. Um, Derek, who is now a commercial pilot. Uh, Amber, who is an orthopedic surgeon. And of course, Muresh, uh, who's a professional dancer. Uh, graduated from the professional dance uh, program online at night. So good uh, good luck to all of you graduates. Hopefully you will find an employer uh, that will honor those diplomas as legitimate. And if you do, please let me know who hires you so that I can tell other students uh, where their avenue for success lays. Uh, incidentally, I do know that Derek has already been hired by a major U.S. commercial carrier. So congratulations, Derek. Look forward to seeing you in that cockpit. Uh, anyways, Tammy, uh, with that, why don't you play our opening theme? And maybe Maresh, if you are listening, you can professionally dance to it. Let's do this. D. This is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E. On your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams?
1: Dexter Cup. X.
0: Technology. Entertainment. Design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. I just cannot get over uh, what an incredible weekend this was. That that beautiful a uh, graduation ceremonies and and I I just go back to the look on on Amber's face, you know, as she realized that after only four weeks, uh, she's now an orthopedic surgeon. Uh, she can practice uh, orthopedically in surgery and all the responsibilities that go with that. Anyways, just a beautiful weekend. Congratulations, graduates. So happy uh, that I could scan you those diplomas that you can hang. Uh, In your cockpit, in your surgery room, or in your professional uh, dancer's uh, area. Uh, Anyways, uh, big show for you today. Very excited to share this show with you. My feature interview today is with David C. Baker. Uh, David is actually somebody that reached out to the program. Uh, He's actually going to be on the show. Uh, David C. Baker has been called the expert's expert uh, by the New York Times. Uh, So you know that's legitimate. Uh, David is uh, a published author, he is a speaker, he is an advisor helping entrepreneurial experts make better business decisions. Uh, So David will be in the hot seat a little later in the program as two experts go toe-to-toe. So there's going to be a lot of expert takeaway today, as there always is uh, on my show. Uh, Now, I do want to talk to you about summertime. (laughs) That's right. Summer is around the corner. And have you made plans for a summer trip with your family? Because if not, why not consider a trip to beautiful downtown Ann Arbor, Michigan? And more specifically, my guff jungles. That's right. You know it, Uh, the indoor chia seed jungle uh, oasis that I've created for kids uh, where there's exotic animals that, you know, kids can, well, they've got to be careful, but I'll leave that up to them to figure out what careful means. Uh, But they can go and explore in these beautiful chia jungles uh, while mom and dad uh, maybe tuck around back to the uh, Guff Grotto, Uh, kind of an adults-only experience. Uh, Anyways, uh, if you have not made plans this summer, please consider uh, Guff Jungles. Uh, And to that end, Tammy, uh, I would like you to play again the ad for Guff Jungles because we did spend a lot of money on that. So you can play that now.
1: Coming this summer to Ann Arbor, Michigan, it's Guff Jungles, North America's only indoor chia seed jungle. With tangled chia sprouts and shoots over 11 feet tall, you'll swear you've entered a South American rainforest. Wow. Let your little ones get wild as they explore the dense, moist jungle floor with other free-roaming jungle friends like spider monkeys, Three-toed sloths, badgers, anacondas, and even two adorable jaguar cubs. <laughs> and while the kids lose themselves in guff jungles, mom and dad can slip around back and enjoy guff grotto, the adult-only exotic sex park where clothing is always an option.
2: Look, it's anaconda.
1: With over 38,000 square feet of indoor fun, there's literally something for everyone. Guff jungles. And the backdoor accessible Guff Grotto, located on I-94, right beside the Pittsfield Septic Warehouse. Guff jungles, get wild! Look, a jaguar!
0: I'm Dexter Guff, and I approve this ad. (laughs) Oh my god, I just love that ad! I really do, I mean, it makes me want to go uh, to those jungles, uh, even knowing what I know. Um, Which is to say... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, a baker, for instance, uh, doesn't eat their own uh, baked goods because they know what they've put in those ingredients. Uh, so it's 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 I'm, it's, it's that analogy. Uh, anyways, I hope that that ad uh, works on you, and that you uh, want to visit the jungles and the grotto. Uh, now, today, doing something a little bit different, uh, not going into the thought palace, uh, because instead, what I would like to do is share with you uh, some very helpful tips on giving a great. Wedding speech. Uh, So, uh, Tammy, uh, can you play some kind of uh, nuptial themed uh, music uh, to underscore what's going to be a very valuable takeaway experience for my audience? Thank you. Beautiful. Love it. It's wedding season. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Each year around this time, I start to get that old familiar itch. Will I get married again? Is it my time again? Probably not. I mean, I'm not really in a relationship particularly. I mean, you know, I've been on two dates with Tammy's cousin, Pammy, but she never returned that note that I sent her, so I I don't think nuptials are in our future. I mean, Tammy could probably give me some intel on that, but, well, she's she's quiet as a church mouse. Regardless, it is wedding season. And even if you're not the one getting married, getting prepped for wedding season is still a must-add to your calendar. Because... If you're like me, most weekends from now until Thanksgiving are booked with weddings. Mexico, Napa, NYC, Milwaukee, black tie, semi-formal, tropical formal. There are all kinds of weddings, but they all have one thing in common. No, 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 not the love, not the vows, not that delicious cake, not the dancing. A wedding is really about the speeches. Long after the marriage has dissolved into a deep ongoing misery that only endless commitment can really create, it's the speeches that are remembered and that truly stand the test of time. So if you've been tapped to deliver a wedding speech, let me give you a little wedding wisdom from an old pro. They say a wedding is the bride's big day, but by the time we get to the reception... The bride's been shining her marital glow since the crack of dawn, so when family and friends are on their entree course and the mic is hot, it's time for the bride to take a back seat and let the real show begin. Now here's my opening remark that never fails. It's attention grabbing, it sets a tone, and it lets people know that the nuptials are over and the headliner at the Apollo has just found his light. Sit down, father of the bride. Sorry, best man. I'm a better man. Take a hike, made of honor, because I am made of honor. Enough of those vows. It's time for the wows, because I'm about to throw down big time. After the applause and hoots and hollers have died down, it's time to introduce yourself. Now, leave no stone unturned. You never know who is in that crowd. You might be giving your speech in front of a potential investor. So make sure to give a thorough macro view snapshot of yourself and of your accomplishments. It might sound something like this. As a self-made CEO, CFO, and COO of my personally branded conglomerate of companies under the umbrella of Guff Industries International, which grossed into the nine figures this past quarter alone, and as brother of the groom, I'm happy to be here. Now it's time to get down to brass tacks. The key to giving an epic wedding speech is knowing that it's got to be 50% toast and 50% roast. So power through the typical uh, I must say what a beautiful bride we have what a handsome groom they're so loyal so loving they couldn't have chose better for their first spouse but by the 45th minute you're going to want to be mostly roasting and do a little networking too it might sound like everyone look under your chairs you'll find a copy of my most recent book except the groom under your chair you'll find your dignity and half a tab of viagra boom you just got decimated <laughs> at this point You're killing it. You're headed straight towards a standing O at your own sold-out arena comedy show. But remember, this is a wedding speech. And it's not a memorable wedding speech until something deeply personal and likely very secret about the newlyweds has been revealed. If you are the gatekeeper of that golden nugget, now's the perfect time to share. It could be the bride's undisclosed dislike of her new in-laws, or maybe some difficult revelations about the groom's gambling problems. Whatever it is, if it garners an audible gasp, then you've done your job. You've struck a chord, and your speech is guaranteed to resonate with family and friends for a lifetime. Now, time to request Uptown Funk from the DJ. Drop that mic and destroy the dance floor. <laughs> Happy wedding season. Now stay tuned, because my conversation with David C. Baker is coming up next. Boom! My guest today has been called the expert's expert. Uh, He is a published author of five books. Wow. Okay. Uh, Three of which focus on the central elements of business expertise. He is a speaker. He is an advisor. I like that. He is an entrepreneurial triple threat. Uh, He's a lot like me, I think, from what I've been reading so far. His name is David C. Baker, and he joins us on the program from... Tennessee. David C. Baker, welcome to the big show. Thank
2: you. I'm really glad to be here. I have been looking forward to this for a long time. I I feel really honored that you invited me to come along as a guest. I can't wait to uh, have a conversation with you today.
0: I'll tell you right now, David, I wish I shared your enthusiasm. But of course, I do these interviews so often, it's hard for me to really raise that excitement dial. Uh, But I do understand what it's like to be excited to talk to someone. And so I empathize with that and I celebrate that.
2: Well, thank you. I, I've um, I, you, I don't know what you're intending to ask me today. I'm happy to answer any question that you have. I'm actually hoping to pick up some things as well from you. I've um looked at your podcast and have been excited uh, just to learn about how you make it successful and so on. So well, I don't know if we'll gonna... have the time. If we do, I'd sure love
0: to ask mm-hmm. you some questions. We'll have to make the time uh, because, uh, quite honestly, I think this is one of the biggest regrets that most guests uh, on my program have: is that long after the interview interview is done, uh, they will always say to me, I just wish I had asked you some questions. And and that happens all the time because I think, you know, what instinctually you come on as a guest, you expect all the questions are going to be asked to you. But I think a lot of what uh, my listeners want to hear is some of my proprietary information. So please uh, feel free to pepper in any of your questions uh, as I hammer you uh, with questions as well, because I do want to talk about what it is that you do uh, in your own words. Uh, David, what do you do?
2: I basically tell people what to do. So they're confused about something in their business life and they need an outside voice. And I come in and I listen to them kind of carefully. And then I just stop them usually when I've learned enough. And then I tell them exactly what to do so it's like an outside perspective they're inside their own jar that's right. kind of how i think of it and they can't right. read their own label so i'm just reading the label for
0: them on the right and then you're, you're there sort of deciding well i'm going to punch some you know oxygen holes in the top of this tin jar lid or should i just let these guys you know breathe whatever oxygen's left there until it's done uh, now, you 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 did say uh, about your sort of uh, uh, payment practices. Uh, you you were you were mentioning uh, just before we had this conversation uh, something about your guidelines for uh, how you you get paid, or or, or, right. or yeah, what what is what is what were you describing to me? Well. And this is a little bit unusual, and
2: I don't know, it may help your listeners, I'm not sure, but I always require full prepayment, and and there are lots of reasons for that. In some cases, it's because I want to be free to say anything that comes to my mind, right? And not be afraid of getting paid. The other is, sometimes they'll disagree with the quality of the advice, even though I'm very confident in the advice, and they... I had one client who wanted their money back and so on years ago. So, I just switched that policy. I was a little nervous about it, just honestly, because I wondered if there'd be a drop-off in my business, but... Actually, it's been fantastic. People think of me differently now. They they don't hire me unless they're really serious about working with me. So I'd say it's been one of those experiments that's been useful. It's been helpful. I, I really look back. It's interesting.
0: Great. Full prepayment, which I like very, very much, because then, of course, you're free to either give advice, not give advice, not even show up. You've got that money in the bank. Uh, so that's done. So I like that. Uh, mm. And if I may, I'm going to go further with an, anal- an analogy here. Yeah. You know, those candy dishes that are just simply uh, open, but, you know, it could yeah. be a restaurant. Restaurants, and, uh, sure. doctor's offices. Oh yeah, God. the ones they tell you not to touch. Because well, just somebody, the fecal yeah, count yeah, right. in there is just outrageous. And right. so you'll see that open candy dish uh, where there's no payment, no payment needed. People can just go up and grab it. Uh, people rarely do, uh, but as soon as you put that candy in a, a one of those coin operated, uh, you mm-hmm. put in your uh, 25 cents and you turn that knob and out shoots the candy. People love that. People love mm-hmm. those can that be- because they have paid, they've paid first. They don't even know if it tastes good. They don't care. They've paid mm-hmm. uh, that transaction has happened. Uh, then the candy's in your hand and, and you eat it. And I think that's very much what you were describing or am I wrong?
2: No, I think you're right. I mean, there's nobody standing there to Boom. give them their money back. That was a trick question. If the candy isn't good, <laughs> if it's stale or something. So I I didn't. I thought I was the only person doing this, but it sounds like some other people are doing the same thing in their businesses. So that, yes. that
0: actually makes me feel pretty good. Certainly the candy industry would be all over that, I would say, is what it sounds like to me. But this is, I like very much what you're describing, David. Um, I, I think a lot of my listeners on the show would be surprised to know that we are physically, uh, right now, we're not in the same space base uh you you are in tennessee my friend i am yeah (laughs) in nashville one of the
2: flyover states they call them i think
0: absolutely i'll tell you what i make sure that i land when i go past tennessee uh, because i do love a little bit of that barbecue uh, some of that open pit barbecue and of course a little bit of the music scene in nashville so i don't fly over man i touch down (laughs) spend a good three hours there you know throw back a little bit of bourbon, and then it's back on that plane in New York. Uh, so I like right. that very, very much. Uh, but you were saying that you have this 61 acres. Is this part of your a retreat uh, that you were, you've got a retreat, I
2: understand? Uh, well, the retreat is separate. So where okay. I live and where my office is is on sixty-one acres. Yeah, but I I have a writing writing retreat where I go to write my books. It helps me kind of get away from the normal everyday stuff. It's it's not very big. It's it's on just six acres, but it, it has hmm. a pretty amazing view. There's a a seven hundred foot drop, um, right off the bluff, and oh, we're looking over terrifying, these beautiful. Yeah, we don't we usually I mean, you'd ask have to be our careful. friends who are little kids to come because right. they kind of have to watch them all the time. But Right, or even but, with,
0: you know, other than little kids, even the, the very old or the very old or pets, right? Sure. So we're pretty
2: careful about who we invite, but we do let other people use it. If I, you're, you're actually welcome to use it sometime if you would like to. It's <laughs> it's set up. We have internet access. We've got hot tub. There's places to take hikes. There's a lot of old movies you can put in the DVD wow. player. And it's just a pretty
0: awesome place. I'll tell you what, you better ask for a pretty high damage deposit because when D-Guff goes someplace, <laughs> uh, you never know what's going to happen. And I certainly don't hold back. You know, if the, uh, if the inspiration moves me, uh, you know, anything could go, Anything could go on, so I but I do appreciate that invite, and I'm very curious about a sort of this a creative a retreat for writing and and for yeah. uh, for artists too. Is this right? Yeah, that's right. So we have artists and um,
2: painters, oh my gosh. Uh, musicians, oh. writers, uh, people who actually poets uh, who just need to write memes or or did, they're working on the next piece or whatever it is. They just need to think in a different setting. And so we've just created this place. It's kind of a mecca. I mean, we're there sometimes, but we let other people use it as well. And it's just part of what comes with working with me. It's one of the benefits of they get to use this place. So yeah, it's worked out really well.
0: I'll tell you right now, definitely with those poets and artists and musicians, make sure they pay up front uh, because you got to make sure that there's actually, you know, that that check, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? That that check was
2: actually clear, especially the poets and the
0: musicians, oh my yeah, goodness, <laughs> forget it. I mean, that can be they're lucky if they're making any money. Oh, actually, that things. can be a lifetime of haikus to just get that hundred dollars to put towards <laughs> that, you know, that uh, writing retreat. I would say, yeah, um, yeah interesting. Right. I've never understood that. Why go down the artist's path? What a nightmare. Um, I do want to talk to you about a couple of things because you are an expert, two experts, and well, I'm an expert, and there are a couple of issues that I well, that you're probably aware of that I'd love for you to weigh in on. I'm happy to. If I can help, I'm glad to do it. My God, I would love for you to help because I am literally stuck in a couple of issues. Uh, One of which is uh, Tammy, who is bringing a lot of grief into the office still about this damn horse. Sorry, Tammy. I I had to go there. Uh, I don't know if you've been following along, but Tammy had a a very tragic incident with having to put a horse down. And uh, she's just filling the office with grief. She just can't get past this horse death. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, as one expert, uh, expert, expert to another expert, expert, yeah, is is there a way that I can sort of safeguard my office from this kind of grief?
2: Um, Does she you probably don't want to get another horse for her right away oh because she's still. But have you thought about she can't afford uh, this, she can't afford another horse on what she makes? Well, probably right. And I, I'm hesitant to make this next suggestion because it, it sounds even right. silly to me. But okay. I mean, would would a rocking horse in the office um, be kind of a break for her or would it just exacerbate the grief? I'm That's just not sure. Question.
0: I mean, interesting. So kind of having a rocking horse placebo uh, that Tammy could kind of uh, look at and, and, and it's place. not going to die, obviously, because it's not alive. No, and I mean, no. these are the I mean, kind of suggestions that I try to come it, up with for people. And some of them, it's you an know, eternal... they're just kind of
2: silly, but you have to just explore all the options it's and be willing an, to throw out yes, ideas
0: like an eternal equine friend that Tammy can have uh, right. uh, mounting safely here in the office uh, as mm-hmm. she chooses, uh, rocking right. back and forth. Uh, pff, Tammy, uh, I, you know, I, I have to say, uh, David, honestly, that's that's a fantastic idea. I mean, even if even if it doesn't work for Tammy, I could even just see myself uh, kind of coming in here, kicking back, uh, you know, on that horse. Uh, because like right. myself, I don't love the the smell of an actual horse. Certainly not the the smell of clover. In the end, uh, which was Tammy's horse, but <laughs> I but I do. I mean, that was yeah, yeah that was uh, yeah. that's still a smell that I'm telling you, it gets in the nose and you can't get rid of that smell of mm. burning horse. But I interesting. I do like that. Um, okay, I'm going to give that a shot. Uh, now, this is the other thing because you are a master negotiator uh, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and you've probably heard that I've been having some issues with my Dexter Guff uh, site, my website, because it's, right. it's currently yeah. owned by a plumber. The, like, well, what's the name?
2: People are supposed to go to what? Not, not, no, Dexter no, or,
0: DexterGuffBand.com. Oh, Band. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, talk got about an, an artist past that I wish I could redo. Ugh, but uh, anyways, that's my, that's a, di- a different story. But, uh, but DexterGuff.com is still owned by this plumber. Now I tried to hit him up. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that conversation. I tried to I get did, him yeah. Yeah, to relinquish yeah. that damn site. Uh, that didn't work. And I was using some proprietary uh, negotiating moves. I did a Dutch flip on him. And still, I could not get that site uh, wrestled away from his grips. Uh, as yeah. as a negotiator, where am I? What am I left with? I mean, I, I'm i kind of at a loss here, David. Well, oh,
2: gosh, this is something that probably would require us to enter some sort of a ne- you know, I don't know, a consulting arrangement. I I mean, I would have to ask you to pay up front, but, uh, but, this but, is but let me just take a shot that, at it God before it. we do that. <sighs> would one thing you could do is to make the Dexter guff name. So embarrassing that he would not want to own the website. Right now that would take a Wait lot of a work second. and it might be difficult to come back from. So you're talking it, it, it's about an option.
0: doing something that besmirches my name in such a a, a horrific way. That even any association temporarily with I, uh, interesting.
2: He may pay you to take the name is what I'm getting at. I don't know if that would work. That's one option. One thing. I, the other thing I've seen people do is they buy Google AdWords so that when people are searching for Dexter Guff, it just redirects them to Dexter Guff Band. And then nobody even notices in, you know, the little bra- browser bar that they've gone to a different right. site. That would be another option. But that would cost money. But I like this money, first
0: obviously. option of doing something so scandalous. Yeah. Um, in a, maybe in a, like a, like a, a, a like a, a, what a sex tape. I mean, that actually, that's probably something that would more celebrate the name. I right. like that, David. I like that a lot. I think there's a lot of, a, a lot of good takeaway from that. I really do. Um, now, uh, David, uh, obviously, uh, we've had a great conversation. There's been a lot of back and forth. I think yeah, a lot, a lot of takeaway from my audience. Um, you are also a speaker. Is there mm-hmm. a, is there a talk that you like giving the best?
2: Oh yeah, it, it's one where I uh, people aren't quite expect. <laughs> Actually, this is this is funny. Oh. At least it was to me. Anyway, okay. well, I, well, I was speaking at this conference and I was expecting about a hundred people or so right. in the presentation. It wasn't a very big one. Oh no! And, God, I would say, um, yeah, I'm, you probably don't speak to groups that small. But oh, anyway, goodness. about no, just three thousand no. people showed
0: up. What?
2: Yeah and of, I was I was feeling fit? pretty what? good about myself and then I about myself and then I realized that there'd been a typo in the program and it was about how to get rich without hiring employees. I forget what it was supposed to say, but it was something, you know, all these people were here because they wanted to figure out how to run their businesses without employees because they were tired of managing them. So, I actually went ahead and gave the talk and it was fine. Not that a few people walked out, not that many. I, you know, there were most of the people were still there at the end. So that right. was it, it was successful enough. I've given that at several places.
0: Interesting. And we just
2: keep doing the typo thing again. So I it, like that. Yeah, I, mean, I would it, say, it honestly, well.
0: just given the response from that audience, I might write a book with that title. I mean, go all in on that. Get that thing on Amazon and see what happens. I mean, that that's a book that's going to sell. It doesn't even matter what's behind the cover. Just having that on the cover.
2: That's my idea at this point. You you probably would need to go with another one. But but the the
0: concept you could. No, 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 David. I think I just I just voiced back that idea to you. So I think at some level I might have just ghostwritten for you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you
2: put it that way, I Tammy you heard
0: that, right? We'll work. We'll
2: work through this. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll
0: get some paperwork on this immediately. Tammy start printing that up. Something we can shoot over to David immediately, because that was a pretty good idea. I just shot him. Um, you heard it here first uh, from both D guff and David C. I thought you were going to jump in. Baker,
2: <laughs> ah, I can finish it. that if you want it, but I know well, I thought I didn't know. I'm, I'm still great. trying to figure out all this. You know, I, I'm i trying to get to know you better and everything. And I uh, sorry, I missed that cue there. No, sorry. That's
0: fine. Well, it was really kind of my bad. I mean, I should have just jumped in. I, I don't know why, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> David, what an amazing conversation that two experts have had and that a bunch of non-experts have gotten to listen to. Um, I think what we've done here, if it were found as a time capsule by future generations, Uh, Mm -hmm. would in a lot of ways probably change the course of, of humanity or they might look at it as a turning point. And I'm glad that we did this.
2: Yeah, well, I'm
0: glad I could help you. And thank you for having me on the, I've been
2: li, uh, I've been listening to this podcast for so long. I I didn't really think there was much chance that I could be a guest because I know the kind of quality of guest you have. But absolutely, I I've just been really thrilled to be on here, and I I consider it a real honor. So thank you for having me on,
0: David. It is an honor that you honored me with that type of honor, and I don't take that lightly. Uh, that does resonate within me deeply. I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the work that you are doing brother keep that good work going keep on crushing it and thank you for being on this show what a great conversation a thank you david c baker uh what a joy having you on the program Uh, two experts going toe-to-toe in an expert cage match uh, where nobody was pinned Uh, everybody got the belt. Uh, So thank you, David C. Baker. Uh, If you want to find out a little bit more about David, go to his website, davidcbaker.com. And if you want to find out a little bit more about me, why not go to my website, uh, which is dexterguffband.com. Or hey, reach out to me on social. Let's keep this conversation going. Uh, You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram, at dexguff. And if you want to make it a little more personal, why not give me a phone call? Oh yeah, because you can do that Call my 1-800-JOY-DEXTER number Why not leave me a message? Uh, Let me know if you want to be on the program Let me know if there's something I can help you solve Uh, Or maybe you just want to toot your own horn Uh, Do a little bit of humble bragging on my 1-800 line Why not do that? What a wonderful way of celebrating your victories And maybe getting on this program Anyways, have a great rest of your week Go out there and crush it You know you want to, so just do it and join me next week, same time. Uh, might do something a little different next week. Shake things up. So you will definitely have to tune in and find out if I do. Until then, this is Dexter Guff, and I am out of here.
2: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?